It's Triple M Breakfast. Another day is underway. Live from just around the corner, Nick and Josh for breakfast. <laughs> oh, Christmas has come early, baby. <laughs> I thought you were doing your Santa impersonation. No, I can. Ho, ho, ho. Christmas has come early, baby. Wow, iconic. <laughs> so iconic. Uh, it's another instalment, uh, early instalment of Nick and Josh for mm. breakfast. Is that the name of the show? I don't even know what the name of the show Nick is Nick and yet. Josh for breakfast. Well, I tried to pitch Nick and Josh's extraordinary uh, early morning showdown, but that didn't. It sounds like we're going to be fighting each other. No, no, it's like Ultimate Warrior or something. Uh, no, it's it's. We I don't we don't know what the name is. Actually, here's the thing: if you're listening to the podcast right now to get a bit of an early sneak peek about what we're going to sound like uh, in the new year. Mm. You probably know what it's called because it's probably on the label of the podcast. It, yeah, or it just played before we started Seconds talking. Seconds ago. We didn't hear that. That's the <laughs> thing. Uh, it is Nick and Josh. Um, hello. Yes. In the off chance, this is the first time you're hearing me. My name's Nick. I'm going to be joining Josh for breakfast in 2024. Very excited. If you haven't heard of me before or heard from me before. They haven't. They haven't. I did actually. I should. And I, <laughs> I think I'll talk about this on air when we start on, because we first show back Jan 15. Yeah. But I have come across effectively from a rival station. <laughs> you have. From you a, have. That also goes to the GV yes. and beyond. Yes. So, there, so if, we could, we could suck some of their audience out. And I intend to. Can we say, can we say. Suck the audience. <laughs> no. Well, we shouldn't. Can we, can we say that. The the breakfast show that's going to be on the rival station in in twenty twenty four not as good is not as good and not as local. Can Absolutely. we say that? Oh, that's yeah, one hundred. Can we say that? Not nowhere near as local. In fact, not local. on a different, <laughs> just inherently not local. <laughs> not local, and in in fact, not even on this body of land. You have to travel seas <laughs> to get. There. So we are local. We are right here. So, yes, GV, we are very excited to be here for 2024. And we should say as well, a very Merry Christmas, genuinely, because it's only a few days away till uh, Santa shoots down your chimney or you might not have a chimney, the air con. (laughs) (laughs) Santa comes through the ducted heating. (laughs) (laughs) If you've got a split system, I'm sorry he's not coming this year. Do you, have, do you have to pipe in a, a, a split system or is it kind of just on the wall? I got no idea. I don't know. Uh, I haven't, I've got a split system, but I don't know. I just know that it makes the air cold. Oh, yeah. goodness me. All right. Well, we're going to be here uh, coming up in the next couple of minutes. Some bits of Josh and I having some fun. And mm. hopefully that's what the show sounds like from Jan 15. If it's not, <laughs> we're sorry. I'm sorry for coming across from the rival station. <laughs> We're excited. Nick and Josh for breakfast. Triple M. I've had this question, Nick, for um, a few years now, mm. and it's kind of a question about, I don't know whether it's a societal question or a moral question or just a general question about existence. Oh, a highbrow for the Nick and Josh yeah, show. Yeah, put some Mozart on. This is going to get... Uh, no, I'm curious because every now and then I see two pairs of shoes hung up on a power line. Okay, yeah. And I know what... I've been told that means in like an urban kind of underground way. Well, yeah, like what the rumours is that. What the rumours are. Out on the streets. Yeah, exactly. The main streets of the GV, if you see it, what does it mean? Exactly. I feel like, I mean, I grew up knowing it to be one thing. I wonder if they're the same. Can I say my version of it was when I grew up, if I saw shoes strung up on the power poles, it meant that that's where you could buy um, a a (laughs) non-prescription pharmaceuticals. (laughs) 
ones that you couldn't buy at the chemist. Yes, um, an illicit substance. Yeah, dr- drugs, drugs. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're adults here. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I, as a teenager, whenever I would you know go past a house on the way home, and it always, it, in my head, Josh, it made sense because, frankly, it was always out the front of dumps. And I was like, that's where a drug dealer would live. Not a successful drug dealer, no, but still no. that's where they'd be. Well, I have a different meaning because they're, I don't want to... I, I don't want to... Uh, um, Out ge- your drug dealer because they don't, don't have <laughs> shoes up there. <laughs> I don't want to geolocate this uh, and, and make it kind of a local problem for a little uh, local area. But there is a pair of shoes hung up on Wilmot Street. Okay. Towards the end, towards Wyndham Street. Towards oh, that's where end. I get my... Sorry. <laughs> That's your guy? Yeah. Uh, There's a pair, but I heard when I was a very young child, and this is probably a lie, but I thought I would share it anyway. The shoes hanging up on a power line means there may be a, for lack of a better word, some form of predator around. Oh, like a big cat or like a a lion? Not, not exactly. Like ones that probably wear maybe like an Adidas. <laughs> oh, sure. Ones that have a mustache that you go, you've had that for too long. Exactly. Before it was Ex- fashionable. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the ones that should have their own village, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Out of town. Um, so I don't know what's worse, to be honest, if you live on Wilmot Street. I mean, I don't I'm want- so sorry. We've either outed you as a drug dealer or as a, <laughs> or as a child predator. Either way, the cops are on the way and we apologize. Yeah. So we've got two different meanings. Um we don't. We googled this before. I mean, I googled this before, and you are correct. That is what. That is what. The, That's definitely what it is. Uh, absolutely, hundred percent. So yeah, I'll give that's you what the, the police say anyway. Let me let me give you the address now, uh, so people can. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to jump to a quick song here, and uh, when we're back, we're going to be on the line with the cops. Live and local, Nick and Josh for breakfast. Catching out with my parents on the weekend, Josh, and on the drive back up to the GV, I drove past a business with possibly the most eye-catching name I've ever seen. It was called The World of Chaos. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I have no idea what industry that would be. Well, that's what I'd like to put to you. The World of Chaos. I'd love to Mm -hmm. see if you could theoretically guess what their business model is. Uh, For reference, chaos spelt with a K, obviously. Um, okay, no, right, that narrows it down. K A O S. What could world the world of chaos, Josh? What could they conceivably be doing for a business? I just because of the way it's spelt, possibly maybe a clothing brand, a chaos clothing brand. Oh, okay, yeah, it's like an edgy team. Yeah, it's like an Ed Hardy cross. JJ's, yeah, some sort of motocross brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'll look. I'll, I'll steer you away. Not clothing related. Not clothing related. World of chaos. Um, it's, cleaning. It's not cleaning. Um, they though. I guess cleaning would need to take place at the business here. I'll say this: the name World of Chaos, Josh, it does not fit this business in the slightest. Accounting. I would. I'd put it in the same. <laughs> Same category as that's how sort of out of, out of the ballpark it is. Okay, so it, the world of chaos doesn't relate to the business at all. It could, I guess, in the sense... Child care. I mean, I guess that kind of relates. Well, that's what I was going to say. Josh, how very interesting that you put us in the world of, <laughs> in the world of child care. <laughs> because the world of chaos was a, ch- a children's restaurant <laughs> that specializes in large pizzas and family-sized kebabs, according to the sign. <laughs> So the world of chaos, Josh, is uh, spot on. They do do some level of childcare. Okay. All right. And world of chaos, just do they let the kids roam free? Like, do they leave, let them into the kitchen and they play with <laughs> knives and things? Just like- a one big pen and we let them in <laughs> and uh, let, let, just let them go for it for a little while. I'll say this as, as well. Um, world of chaos, 
not very chaotic when I would when I drove. <laughs> Pretty quiet. Yeah, very very out of business. So not that chaotic. <laughs> Triple M, Nick and Josh for breakfast. Nick, I've got a uh, question to bring to you. We're we're new together on air, and we're getting to know each other a little bit. And this is this is um, it, it's high on my list of priorities uh, when it comes to getting to know someone, and could be a possible red flag. Yeah, I'm an Aries. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> I'm Scorpio. Sign? So oh, I don't know if that's. Compatible. I don't know if we get on well, but uh, so good so uh, so far. Um, one thing I grew up eating as a kid was saladas, you know, saladas, put some yes. salada, a bit of butter, cheese, and then mum fancied it up a little bit and would put some, uh, cut tomato and a little bit of salt. I also had that. Yeah. yeah. yeah once upon a time, I think our mums must've gone to the same culinary school. Cause <laughs> Kids I, culinary I, school. that is, that was the height of cuisine back then. Absolutely. It was. And they were delicious. But as getting old, as I was eating them and getting older, I became, uh, you know, I, I would find out details about the saladas that made me change the way I eat them. Now, I'm wondering whether you remember that saladas, one side of the salata is slightly salted and the other one is plain. Oh, I I do not remember that in the slightest. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> well, let me get real close to the microphone like I'm doing me, some sort of discovery investigative piece here. <laughs> let me tell you something. There's a salted side to a salada and there's a plain side to a salada. Right. I, after finding this out and realizing this and having kind of a, a euphoric moment of knowing this, would always uh, put all the toppings on the plain side and the salted side would go on the bottom. Very smart. So very clever. The the biscuit would touch my tongue. Oh, bit of saltiness, and then the butter and the and the cheese and the tomato. <laughs> we're, we're living life, aren't we? <laughs> would would follow the taste of those would follow. Now I'm wondering, and if anyone eats the anyone eats saladas any differently, I have a strong word to them because they're missing out on a whole other experience. Yeah, I suppose. You, yeah, you would do. You would do salt down. It's actually similar in the sense that if I'm ever having. Uh, Vegemite, peanut butter, Nutella, any of those sorts of things. I'll eat that upside down. Um, Real, okay, well, that this way, is a well, whole topping, other topping thing. Topping down. Topping down because that's where your tongue is, mate. You haven't got taste buds at the top of your, the roof of your mouth. Do you eat a burger upside down? Well, that, that's not specific. <laughs> they've got bread on both sides, mate. I'm, well, not, okay. I'm not wrong here. Think about how your mouth works. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about it for one split second, will you, Josh? Well, because I mean, fair enough. Yeah, do it. I... I do it all upside down, and then I'm I'm hanging upside down, and <laughs> the cutlery's upside down, and it's just how you maximise flavour. Wow! I think, I, I think I've changed a lot of lives across the GV this morning, Josh. Wow, you've changed mine. Yeah, I've never I've never even thought about it. Mate, you haven't been living life. Social conditioning. Your local breakfast show, Nick and Josh for breakfast, Triple M. Nick, before we start our show for 2024, we are taking a quick little look back at some of the major moments throughout the year of 2023. Busy year. Arguably the busiest on record. Absolutely. It gets busier and busier every year. Um, one of the most uh, iconic moments came from January 10th where uh, His Royal Highness, or not so much anymore, Prince Harry released his book Spare. Mm. And uh, there were many iconic moments, one of which being this. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatised. Josh, I don't know if you're like me. I don't know that I needed to know about how his penis was Mm. slash is, but I feel better knowing Mm. that it was traumatised. It was traumatised. And oscillating leads me to believe he was doing like a helicopter motion. (laughs) And that's not quite conducive to, uh, you know, I guess fighting off frostbite as far as I understand. I suppose I don't know. Increased blood flow. Yeah. 
Prince Harry, if you're out there in the snow and you are helicoptering, we can't be responsible. Yeah. We can't be held responsible for what happens to it. Well, the friction and the heat, it would just melt the snow around him, I reckon. Yeah. So, but this, is a, this could actually be... I haven't read the book. I don't know if you did, Josh, but... Um, I've heard bits. He has been sort of annexed from the royal family, is mm-hmm. it? Because he was helicoptering too much. <laughs> you know? Prince Andrew was getting jealous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was at the Queen's funeral, and they're like, Harry, there is a time and a place. <laughs> Not many time and places, yeah. but they do have it there. Yeah. So that was one of the major things. And one of the other uh, major stories to come out of this was uh, parts of the book, obviously. Prince Harry talked about a confrontation with uh, William, where he, where William grabbed <laughs> Harry. And they both, no, they both helicoptered. <laughs> they, call it, they call it the royal joust. <laughs> it's the official welcome. <laughs> and that's how they Hello. decide. Um, that's sort of the new way of deciding who's going to take the throne. Can <laughs> you knock each other off? It's it's like, a jewel. Do you remember that old Channel 9 show, Wipeout, where they have to hit each other off the platform? <laughs> and at the end, you either win $50,000 or the royal grant. Absolutely. Uh, th- that should absolutely be the way it's done. Uh, th- <laughs> there was a confrontation between Harry and William where uh, William grabbed Harry, reportedly, in the mm. book, by the scruff of the neck, by his collar, and threw him on the ground and just started helicoptering all over him. <laughs> That's the secret chapter. <laughs> Nick and Josh. Nick and Josh for breakfast. Triple M. Catching up with some friends over the weekend, Josh, and one of them, a good mate of mine, Locke, who I see fairly frequently, another friend, Catherine, who I see significantly less frequently, and uh, whilst we were having some drinks and dinner, we were debating what we were actually doing because I said, Josh, I said that I was catching up and, uh, you know, catching up with Catherine and whatnot. Right. And uh, it was then, you know, counted with, no, we're actually just hanging out. Now, I'd like to put to you, Josh, what were we doing? Because I think there's a significant uh, difference between the two. I, I agree with you that there is a significant difference between the two. But uh, how – so, Catherine, you don't see very often. I wouldn't have seen – I've seen Catherine once this year. Uh, so, we're talking, you know – uh, every six months is the, the six monthly catch up. Can can we split this gathering into two categories? Can you say you were catching up with Catherine? Absolutely, and this is what I was saying, Lena, and that's why. And this is what I'm th- saying. It's quite contentious because yeah. I think you're about to say that catch up with Catherine, mm. but I hang out with Locke. Exactly. And boy, was that you know that was that threw a spanner in the works because Locke's mind couldn't comprehend that you could do two different things at once. But then we've got we've got uh, we've got split off categories like going to see, like you go to see a doctor, but you don't <laughs> go and see mean. a friend. No, this was on the back of a, a piano cruise. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I see most of my mates. <laughs> yeah, right. So the, you've got all these different categories mm. of gathering, mm. if you want to put it that way. But I reckon if you can split the two. Then you you were correct. What is though? If we're splitting the two, that's cool. That's great. I'm in the right there. What mm. is the time frame between a catch up versus a hangout? Like how how what's the what's the shortest amount of time I could have seen someone, but when I see them, I'm like, hey, it's a catch up. I think anything over like two weeks, I reckon, is a catch up. So so fifteen days. So after we came back, uh, after we come back from the sort of the summer holidays, yeah, we come back to start the show uh, for twenty twenty four. That'll you and I will be catching up. That'll be our catch up show. Sure. So at at the moment though, on a day to day basis, we're hanging out. I reckon, but I think hanging out is every couple of days. So we need to figure out what daily thing is. But I reckon if you see someone every two three days, that's a that's a hangout. And so what does what do we do then? Are we, is, this, we, is this pestering? Where is this? <laughs> we work. Okay, sure. So we're contractually obligated. All we're right. colleagues. Well, I don't know if I want to catch up with you next year. <laughs> 
around the corner. To your street and neighbourhood. Nick and Josh for breakfast. Triple M Breakfast.